0: Hello, and welcome to Beige Journalism, the Oval Office Edition. My name is Terrell. I'm back for another installment. Last one was the ISO Chronicles. This one is the Oval Office Edition. As we all know, the presidential election is coming up in America very soon, in the next couple of months. So now is the time where everyone is focusing on who they think the next president is going to be. Right now, the options are Trump and joe biden unless you're a part of the green party and then they have someone i'm not really too sure who the person is for that one but that might actually be the best choice at this point but this oval office edition is going to focus on mostly just trump and biden so going over different interviews speeches debates any shit like that for the most part So this first episode is going to cover the interview that Trump had with Axios, some people might call it Axios, on HBO. Uh, This was about a month ago and um, was with Jonathan Swan, so uh, let's just dive right into it. I love this video because this music sets you up for something important. Like, when you hear this, you you just feel like something important is about to go down. But uh, let's skip through this part.
1: Mr. President, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. We appreciate you taking the time, and we appreciate your commitment to answer our questions. Sure. really appreciate that. Over the years, I've heard you talk about your adherence to a philosophy called positive thinking. This is the mantra that if you believe something, if you visualize it, um, then it will happen
2: to an extent. I also think in terms of the downside. Right. Uh, I do I've, I've been given a lot of credit for positive thinking but I also think about downside because only a fool doesn't.
0: Now I do agree with the positive thinking mindset I do think that that's something that a lot of people should do more. Um, I'm not against that at all. I do think if you think positive thoughts, positive things do happen to you. Now Trump talks about getting credit for the mantra of thinking positively, but what is he getting credit for? Like, did someone say that he created this? Like, is he the first one to think positively? Um, What what exactly is he getting credit for? But let's continue.
1: To what extent do you think that that positive thinking mindset is suitable to handling the worst pandemic that we've seen in a century?
2: I think you have to have a positive outlook, otherwise you would have nothing without a positive outlook. I think we've done an incredible job between the ventilators and stopping very infected people from China coming in, meaning putting the ban on China, which frankly nobody wanted me to do, practically nobody, because it was very early in January. Uh, Then putting the ban on Europe, not an easy thing to do. When you put a ban on Europe, that's a big thing. We would have uh, probably lost hundreds of thousands of lives more had I not done that. And all of the experts, every one of them, not one of them wanted to do it. They thought it was too severe. Uh, three months later, they're all saying, I'm glad you did it.
0: So I'm recording this on September 5th, uh, year of our law, 2020. And um, as of right now, it's like 170,000 uh, Corona related deaths in America. Um, might not be exactly Corona. CDC is like trying to figure some shit out right now. So the numbers might not be exactly it, but it's around 170,000 related to to this virus. I wouldn't call that a incredible job like and maybe if there was like a thousand or some shit like that maybe that might be an incredible job but 170,000 deaths related and it's still going on the virus is not uh gone by any means so then those numbers are just going to go up and I, i don't know if i could consider that an incredible job now stopping the board like closing the borders all that that's something that had to be done. I don't think that there's anyone that would be president that wouldn't have closed the borders knowing the situation at hand.
1: The criticism of you that that is most prominent is about the communication. Is the public health experts saying that it needs to be based in reality and they're saying that the wishful thinking and the salesmanship is just not suitable at a time when a pandemic has killed 145,000 Americans. And it's its that I understand what you're saying, that people need to hear positive thinking. But, you know, for the past five months, it's been the virus is totally under control, and the cases have been going up and the deaths it, have been going looked, up. Look, look, but you've been saying it's under control. Nobody this knew when
2: this to get what good. this thing was all about. This has never happened before. 1917, but it was a totally yeah. different It was a flu in that case, okay? But other than 1917, there's never been anything like this. And by the way, if you watch the fake news on television, they don't even talk about it, but you know, There are 188 other countries right now that are suffering, some proportionately far greater than we are, okay? As bad as we are. Very few Some proportionately greater than we are. Right now, right now, Spain is having a big spike. There are tremendous problems in the world. You look at Moscow, look at what's going on with Moscow, look at Brazil, look at these countries, what's going on.
0: Trump is correct. We aren't the highest country when it comes to deaths per proportion. we are number 10 right now so there's nine of the countries that are higher than us uh as he said though there are 188 countries affected by the coronavirus which means that there's 178 countries who are lower than us when it comes to death per proportion so we are still fucked like being top 10 out of 188 countries is not a good thing one of Trump's tactics is he takes a question and if he can't answer it the way that he wants to, he starts to throw out other facts about other shit that doesn't really relate to it. So we could get distracted on what the question really was. The question's about America. Somehow it ended up in Spain and look at Moscow, like, okay, so those people that are dying or that have died from COVID in America, before they died, the doctor was like, I know we weren't prepared for this enough to probably save your life. But guess what? The deaths per proportion in Brazil is a lot higher than it is in America. But let's get back into it because now he's going to start talking about China and shit.
2: This was sent to us by China one way or the other. And we're never going to forget it. Believe me, we're never going to forget it. And we were beating China at every single point. We were beating them on trade. We We were making progress like nobody's ever made progress
0: let's not forget that this interview started out talking about coronavirus and the deaths in America. Now we're talking about trading and us being in competition with China. Just wanted to point that out.
2: They had before the pandemic, they had the worst year, Jonathan, that they've had in 67 years. You know that with the tariffs and everything else I did. We were taking in billions of dollars. I was giving some of it to the farmers. The farmers were doing well because I was targeting they were targeting the farmers i was targeting china
0: he was asked about deaths of the coronavirus in america
2: we were doing good then all of a sudden the game changed and i had to close it down i closed down the greatest economy ever in history I, well, wait yeah. and then i closed it down and now we're opening it and we say by the way by closing it down we saved millions of lives if we would have gone the herd and we knew very little about the disease. If we would have gone herd, we would have lost millions of people, millions of people. One person's too much, we're at 140,000 people. One person is too much, we're at 140. We would have lost millions of people. And those people that really understand it, they really understand it, they said it's incredible the job that we've done. And again, I bring it up. Who who says that? Banning China from coming in. But it was far already it was already earlier. in here by was the it? time it
1: was already here. Like by the time you banned China, it, it came there, in through.
2: Nobody knew the extent. Nobody knew how contagious I'm not, it was. But know. the question is, know, Mr President, by knew.
1: June we knew things were bad. And you know, the last time I was with you was the the day before your Tulsa rally in the Oval. And you know, you were saying big huge crowd, it was indoors. By the way, these people, they, they listen to
2: you. Excuse me, Jen. Yeah, We had a 19,000 seat stadium. First of all, we had 12,000 people, not 6,000, which you reported. Not- this man loves his numbers. The people report. But you couldn't even get in. It was like an armed camp. Why would you have that? Because had 120 that? Black Lives Matter people. I understand, people but there. why would you have wanted and a huge Tulsa, crowd? excuse in me, wait. And Tulsa, well, because that area was a very good area at the time. It was a, an area that was Casey's pretty much stuff. over after, after, a month later, a it started difficult. going up. That's a month later. But Tulsa was a very good, Oklahoma was doing very well as a state. It was almost free. It spiked a month later, a month and a half, two months later, but it was a good area. We had a tremendous crowd. We had tremendous response. You couldn't even, it was like an armed camp.
0: 12,000 people inside of a stadium during a pandemic of a virus that's transmitted through people being around other people. I don't understand how that makes sense. Like this whole thing was about the coronavirus. Why are you telling us that you had 12,000 people in the stadium, which is not allowed in any other situation in America right now. There's never been 12,000 people in one gathering anywhere in America besides with you. And we're in a pandemic, so it doesn't really make sense. But let's keep going.
2: You couldn't even get through you couldn't get anybody in but I'm, I'm we talking had about twelve thousand people it was incorrectly reported the other thing we had that nobody wants to talk about so fox broadcast it it was the highest rating in the history of fox television saturday night it was the highest rating mr president my speech well wait a minute you're, you're saying something yeah that speech was the highest rated speech in the history of fox television on saturday night and Nobody says that. I think you misunderstand me. I'm criticizing
1: your ability to draw a
2: crowd. Are you kidding me? I've covered you for
1: five years. You draw massive crowds, you get huge ratings. I'm asking about the public health.
2: And I canceled another one. I had to cancel it. We're going to have a great crowd in New Hampshire. And I canceled it for the same reason. But here's the question.
1: I've covered you for a long time. I've, I've gone to your rallies. I've talked to your people. They love you. They listen to you. They listen to every word you say. They hang on your every word. They don't listen to me, or the media, or Fauci. They think we're fake news. They want to get their advice from you. And so when they hear you say everything's under control, don't worry about wearing masks, I mean, these are people, many of them are older people, Mr. President. What's your definition
2: of control? Yeah. Under the it's giving them a false sense right of security. Now, I think it's under control. I'll tell you what. How? A thousand Americans are dying a day. They are dying. That's true. And you ha- it is what it is. But that doesn't mean we aren't doing everything we can. It's under control as much as you can control it. This is a horrible plague that beset us.
1: You really think this is as much as we can control it?
2: Uh, well, a thousand I'll deaths tell you, a day? I'd like to know
1: if somebody, first of all.
0: <laughs> you see how you just totally neglected that answer? Let's go back.
1: I really think this is as much as we can control.
0: Uh, uh, uh. And this is when he knew that he would be lying if he said that he thought that they were actually controlling this the right way. I mean, there's no way that you could think that America is controlling this virus the same way when it's not controlled the same way per state. The way that this virus controlled in Connecticut is not the same way that they control it in Arizona. So there's no way that the country is controlling it the right way or doing the best they think they are because we aren't even on the same page as a country. I mean, every state is literally different. The numbers have gone down in New York. Because we are actually doing protocols, which they aren't doing in the states like Florida, which I've been to, they're not wearing masks and their numbers are going up. So we aren't controlling it the right way because we don't have any kind of control over this shit within our own states. It's pretty much a free-for-all right now, but back to the bullshit we have done
2: a great job we've gotten the governors everything they needed they didn't do their job many of them didn't and some of them did someday we'll sit down we'll talk about the successful ones the good ones look at that smile the good ones and the bad we had good and bad and we had a lot in the middle but we had some incredible governors. i could tell you right now who the great ones are and who the not so great ones are. But the governors do it. We gave them massive amounts of material. Mr. President, you
1: changed your message this week in terms of you canceled the Jacksonville Convention. You said wear a mask. You're saying you know, that it's gonna get worse before it gets better. It's not something you like to say. I know you said
2: that. The, the big way, question- not get worse like the original flow. You understand that. But- well, you I hope not, it's a thousand looked? Uh, but, but, Arizona's going down, if I can just finish my Texas is going down, and Florida's going down. The question is, are
1: you going to, even some of your own aides wonder whether you would stick to that message until election day, whether in a week or two you won't say, right, we've got to reopen again. We've got, we can't do this stuff anymore that you get bored of talking about the virus and go back to that no, sort of No,
2: I, I never get bored of talking about this. It's too big a thing. And again, so will it you could stick to that message? By China. It should have been stopped by China.
0: And now we're back to China.
2: And it was. Now it's here. We have and you're it the here. And I think I'm you're very consistent. No, this is a very serious thing. Do you think I We have 140,000 people at this moment. It's a that? very very yeah. serious situation. And What you have to do is handle it the best it can be handled. And again, I'm working with the governors. I got them tremendous amounts of equipment that they would have never gotten. Jonathan, they wouldn't have equipment now if I
0: didn't get it. But isn't that your job? Like, Aren't you supposed to supply the governors with equipment, especially during a time like this? Like, I don't think you're doing anything extraordinary here. I think you're just doing what you're supposed to do. But let's keep going.
1: When can you commit by what date that every American will have access to the same day testing that you get here in the White House?
2: Well, we have great testing we're, we're doing and and by the what other date? people do Let me explain the testing. We have tested more people than
0: any other country than all of Europe put together times two. Quick reminder, this is the question that he was asked.
1: When can you commit by what date? that every American will have access to the same day testing that you get here in the White
0: House. And somehow we're talking about Europe, but let's get back into it. We have tested more people than anybody ever thought of. We have tested more people than anyone has ever thought of. Well, yes, you're absolutely correct because I don't think there's any time before this corona uh, pandemic where people just thought of a number of tests that would be given out in the country just in case a pandemic happened.
2: India has 1.4 billion people. They've done 11 million tests. We've done 55. It'll be close to 60 million tests. And, you know, there are those that say you can test too much. You do know that. Who says that? Oh. Just read the manuals, read the books. Manuals?
0: Read the books. This entire time, Trump has told us that everything that's going on is unprecedented. Like, this shit has never happened before. We've never had this many tests. We've never had a virus like this. But now he's saying that we have to go read the books. Read the manuals. What fucking books? How can it be a manual of something that we didn't know about, as you already said, before this? So that means that someone knew that this virus was gonna happen before, created a whole manual about it. And in this manual, it says that you can test too much, but the same manual fails to give you information on how to lower the number of deaths so we don't get it up to 175,000. Okay, great manual. Let's get back into it.
2: Read the books. What books? What testing does. No, I'm oh, sorry. It just, shows, just, wait a minute, let me Let me explain. What testing does, it shows cases. It shows where there may be cases. Other countries test, You know when they test they test when somebody's sick that's when they test and i'm not saying they're right or wrong nobody's done it like we've done it we've gotten absolutely no credit for it but we've come up with so many different tests the only thing that we have now is some people have to wait longer than we'd like them to
0: okay so now we're finally getting to the answer to the question the original question which was
1: when can you commit by what date that every American will have access to the same day testing that you get here in the White House.
2: We it's want a big problem. We want point to point. We want to have a five minute to a 15 minute right. test. When like do we you have, think? And like many others. Every From American. What I understand, we're close to 50% where it's point to point test we are making thousands of instruments, thousands of tests right now, tens of thousands, that can be distributed to various parts of the country. But you have to understand, and we've even sent some of them to other countries where they had a big problem. Jonathan, almost 50%, in fact, I think the number might be over, is immediate testing. The other's tough. You take a test, you have to send it to a laboratory, Let's say that takes a day. Let's right. say it's a day. It's the, difficult. You know, so it's three or four or five days. There's nothing you do about that. But
0: wait. I don't understand how you could say that there's nothing that you can do about that when it comes to testing that takes three or four days when you also said that 50% of the tests are immediate. So there is something you could do about that instead of having 50% of the tests be immediate, have 100% of the tests be immediate. Seems pretty simple, especially when it comes to a virus that could kill someone within a matter of days. It's not like it's HIV where it takes time, it could take years whatever the case may be. The coronavirus, you get it, you die within a week or two. So I don't understand why he doesn't have a sense of urgency here. Maybe because he's getting his test done immediately, whereas there's people that are dying that have to wait three or four days for their tests. It's like you you going on a road trip and you get a flat tire. And then you pull over to the next AutoZone that you see, and you're like, you know what, I need this flat tire fix. And the mechanic looks at your tires and he's like, you know, it's gonna take about two or three days for me to replace these tires. And you're like, I've been to AutoZone before and they've replaced my tires immediately. And the mechanic's just like, uh, there's nothing I can do about that. We will have it I everyone. think
2: that you One will day. have that relatively soon. I mean, again, what does that mean? you already have half. Yeah. Uh, I would much rather get back to you because I don't okay. want to have you That's write in one month. That's I fine. didn't make it. I missed it by yeah, a day, it's a headline. Mr. President, I want to talk about the, the federal intervention. Excuse me. One yeah. thing I would say about yeah. testing. Because we test so much, we show cases. So we show many, many cases. We show tremendous number of ca- I know you're smiling when I say no, that. No, but, but come on. I mean, I I've heard know. you say this. Other but countries <laughs> don't test like we do, do so don't they know? don't show cases. Just a couple
1: of points on that. I wasn't going to continue on the testing, but you said it. So, we're testing so much because it's spread so far in America. We're testing so saw... much
2: because we had the ability to test. Okay. Because we but, came up with but tests. South Korea. Jonathan, we weren't even. We didn't even have a test when I took over. We didn't even have a test. Now, in all why, fairness, why would you have a test? There was no test. The virus didn't this... exist. How Excuse would you have it, a test? I was going to say, okay. There was no test for this new. No, we didn't have a test because there was new no test
0: before I took over we didn't even have a test well yes (laughs) you've been president for four years now three point whatever and um, the coronavirus uh, hit China last year 2019 so before you got here as far as your presidency There was no virus, so of course you didn't have any tests. How can you have a test for something that wasn't even a thing? One thing about Trump is he's very conscious of how he's looked at, how he's perceived by the media, how he's looked at by the people, like fact checks, all that bullshit, He, he loves that shit. So, he likes to say a lot of things that are facts, like most people would, but he states the most obvious facts but if you're a trump supporter and you see that he's always saying facts when he actually talks his bullshit you actually think it's a fact which is a great tactic (laughs) so if you see an interview like this and you're a trump supporter and his answer is before i got here we didn't even have a test you're like damn he's right we there wasn't any test before he got here not thinking that there wasn't a fucking virus either
2: in a very short order, we got one test, we got another test. It was we got broken another. the first Many one. of those tests are now obsolete because we've, right. you know, it's called science and all of a sudden right. something's better. But because we tested so many people, 55, 60 million people very soon, we get cases. You test, some kid has even just a little runny nose, it's a case. And then you report many cases. So we look like we have more cases than massive countries yeah. like China, which by the way, doesn't report as you know. Well, I, like, I don't put any stock in China's know, the figures. The point is, yeah. the point is, because we are so much better at testing than any other country in the world, we show more cases.
0: Now there's truth to this. There's, there's definitely some truth to what he's saying as far as the cases go. We do test a lot. And if you test, you're gonna have the numbers, but the numbers prove that you aren't doing the proper protocols because even if you did test a lot, the numbers would still be down as far as the positive cases. I mean, if you look at New York, I mean, I don't think that Governor Cuomo did an amazing job at all, but they test a lot in New York, especially New York City. It's a lot of fucking testing. And the numbers are still continuing to go down, even though they're testing more and more people. I mean, if the virus isn't spreading, it doesn't matter how many people you test because the number of positive cases will still go down. And that's the part that he's neglecting. I mean, even if you look at like the NBA, the NBA, they test a lot, like they are testing all the time and they have zero cases. So the number of tests doesn't mean shit. The number of cases, the number of people that are test positive for the Corona is what's more important. So him try to put this on, oh, we test more and that's why there's more cases is bullshit. Because if you did the right protocols and the numbers were down, it doesn't matter how many people you test.
1: I, the, the figure I look at is death and death is going up
2: now, okay, no, and it's no. a 1,000 a day. If you look at death- Yeah, okay, it's going up again, look. Look. daily death. Take a look at some of these charts. I'd okay. love to. We're gonna look. Let's look. And if you look at death- Yeah, terror. started to go Here's up again. One. Well, right here, the United States is lowest in numerous categories, uh, we're lower than the world.
0: First thing, there's 188 countries that have fucking corona. We are not the lowest in numerous categories. That's bullshit. <laughs> Secondly, the world, America's lower than the world. Come on, bro. Everyone's fucking lower than the world. There isn't one fucking country that has more cases or deaths than the world does. Think about it. If America, let's say America had a hundred thousand cases or a hundred thousand deaths right and let's say there were only a hundred and hundred thousand and one cases so America had a hundred thousand cases and there was a hundred thousand and one cases and that one case was any other country let's say it's fucking Canada for example so let's say Canada had one case America had a hundred thousand cases America would still be under the world the numbers would still be lower than the world Like how dumb does he fucking think we are to even think that this is a good answer to even say some dumb shit like this I mean, this is exactly what I was talking about before. He likes to say things that are obviously true So people can't be like man, this guy's a liar And then you have people that eat up everything that he says and loves everything that comes out of this man's mouth And they're like wow, you know what? He's right. Our numbers are lower than the world Lower
2: than the world? In what,
0: what? Look. in what? Take a look.
2: Right here. Here's case death.
1: Oh, you're doing death as a proportion of cases. I'm talking about death as a proportion of population. That's where the US is really bad. Well, well, Much worse than South Korea, Germany, et cetera.
2: You can't do that. You have to go by, you have to go by where, look, here is the United States. You have to go by the cases, the cases. Why not dead. as a proportion?
0: So as a recap, just a couple minutes ago, Trump told us about why we shouldn't be testing so much. You know, we're testing a lot, so that's why the cases are so high. Now, he's saying that we have to go by the cases. And not just the deaths. We have to use the number of cases that he just said that we probably should lower because we're testing too much and we're getting more cases. But now we have to use those numbers in proportion to death. Let's keep going.
2: What's your when population? we have somebody, what it says is when you have somebody that yeah. has, it, where there's a case, oh, okay. the people that live sure. from
1: oh. those cases. It's surely a relevant statistic to say if the US has X population and X percentage of death of that population no, versus you South have Korea. No, to go by
2: the cases. Well, look
1: at South Korea, if- for example, 51 million population, 300 deaths. It's like, it's you, crazy. You compared to know that. I do. It's on you don't the, it's know that. You
2: think they're faking their statistics? Uh, South Korea? I, I An I advanced country? because they have a very good relationship yeah. with the country. But you don't know that. And they have spikes. Look, here's Germany, one. Germany, low, 9,000? Here's, here's one right here. United States. You take anyway. the number of cases. Okay. Now look, we're last. Meaning we're first. Last? I don't know we what we're first best. in. As a Take a look. Okay. Again, it's I'll cases. Just, okay. Um, and we hmm.
1: have cases. Because I mean, 1,000 no. Americans die a day, but I understand, I understand on cases it's different.
2: No, but you're not reporting it correctly, Jonathan. I think I am, but... If you take a look at this other chart... Look, this is our testing, I believe. This is the testing, yeah. Yeah, we do more tests. No, wait a minute. Well,
0: don't we get credit for that? Credit? Get credit for what? Like, this is a pandemic. This isn't fucking Ms. Dreitzer's uh, English third-period class. What the fuck do you want credit for? I don't understand. Because you test more people, there's people dying. I mean, this is, at this point it was 145. Now we're at over 170,000, and it's like these people don't want your credit. They want to be
2: alive. And because we do more tests, we have more cases. In other words, we test more. We have now. Take a look. The top one, that's a good thing, not a bad thing. The, the top, Jonathan.
1: If, if, if hospital rates were going cases. down and deaths were going down, I'd say terrific. You deserve to be praised for well, testing, they but even, they're all going you up. You know, they very rarely Hosp- 60,000 Americans are in hospital. If you watch the 1, news dying or a read day. the
2: papers, they usually talk about new cases, new cases, new cases. I'm talking about death. Well, you look it's at going death. Up. Death is way down from where it was. It's, it's
1: a 1,000 a day. It was 2,500. It went down to 500. Now it's going up death. again.
2: Excuse me. Where it was is much higher than where it is right now. It went down and it went up again. But now it's going down again. It's It's going going down in Arizona. It's going down in Florida. It's going going down in Texas. Take a look at this. These are the tests. It's going down in Florida? Yeah, it's going, it leveled out and it's going down. That's my report as of yesterday. Anyway, Mr. President, if I could change subject. It is going down in Arizona. It Arizona is, it is. In
1: Arizona it is.
2: Texas it has is big problems. And it, is, it It spiked, and it's now going down in Florida. It's evened out and going down in Florida. I'll
1: have to see those figures.
2: But, but you have to look at this. This is the number of tests compared to the I don't the rest deny of the your world. figures.
1: You've done more tests by far than the rest right. of the right. world. I don't and deny because that.
2: Because we've done more tests, we have more cases.
1: You, you have can take more it,
2: check, it, check, it, check it out. At Mr. President,
1: um, different subject. It's been widely reported that the US has intelligence indicating that Russia paid bounties or offered to pay bounties to Taliban fighters to kill American soldiers. Mm -hmm. You had a phone call with Vladimir Putin on July 23rd. Did you bring up this issue?
2: No, that was a phone call to discuss other things. And frankly, uh, that's an issue that uh, many people said was uh, fake news. Who said it was was fake news? I think a lot of people. uh, If you look at some of the wonderful folks from the Bush administration, uh, some of them, not any friends of mine, were saying that it's a fake issue.
0: So because people that you clearly state that you aren't friends with, said this is a fake issue, then it just has to be. Even though you made clear that you have no association with these people. All right. Makes sense.
2: But a lot of people said it's a fake issue. There was dispute well, we had within a goal, intelligence. We had a call talking about nuclear proliferation, which right. is a very big subject, where they would like to do something and so would I. We discussed numerous things. We did not discuss that, no.
1: And you've never discussed it with him?
2: I have never discussed it with him, no. I would, I'd have no problem with
1: it. But you don't believe the intelligence. It's because you don't believe the intelligence, that's why.
2: Uh, Everything, you know, it's interesting. Nobody ever brings up China. They always bring Russia, Russia, Russia.
0: It's clear when Trump doesn't have an answer, his go-to move is China
2: if we can do something with russia in terms of nuclear proliferation which is right. a very big problem bigger problem than global warming right.
0: no one even mentioned global warming which is a huge issue a huge issue but no one even mentioned global warming but of course he had to throw that in there just because he likes to distract you from the actual question that was asked
2: a much bigger problem than global warming in terms of the real world uh, that would be a great thing but no. just- Uh, It never reached my desk. You know why? Because they didn't think it was intelligence. They didn't think it was real.
1: It was in your written brief, apparently. They
2: didn't think it was worthy of it. I wouldn't mind. If it reached my desk, I would have done something about it. It never reached my desk because... Do you read your written brief? I do. Do I read a lot. Really? I read a lot. They like to say I don't read. I read a lot. Uh, Your daily intelligence brief? I comprehend extraordinarily well, uh, probably better than anybody that you've interviewed in a long time. Uh, I read a lot. I spend a lot of time with uh, at meetings. Uh, usually it's once a day or uh, at least two or three times a week intelligence. this phase. was apparently talking, in about Europe, India, right. talking about India talking about with the problems with China, talking about so many different elements of the world. Mm-hmm. The world is a very uh, angry place. If you look all over the world, we call up, I get uh, I see twenty two soldiers were killed in India, with China fighting over
0: the border what the fuck is he talking about
2: it's been raging for many many decades and they've been fighting and back and forth i i have so many briefings on so many different countries but this one didn't reach my desk
1: the reason i say this is is even if you don't believe the inte- this particular piece of intelligence and there is dispute no doubt there is dispute in the intelligence community about it your former uh, John Nicholson, former head of forces in Afghanistan, said, and this is when he was working for you, that Russia is supplying weapons to the Taliban. Isn't that enough to challenge Putin over the killings of US well, we soldiers? Well,
2: weapons when they were fighting Russia, too. You know, when, we were, when they were fighting with the Taliban went yeah, Afghanistan. It's a different era. Well, it's a different... I'm just saying, yes. But, but does that... We, how no, does no, that I'm affect... I'm just saying we did that, too. But how does that... I don't know. I didn't ask Nicholson about that. He was there for a long time, didn't have great success because, you know, he was there before me and then ultimately I made a change.
1: But you surely heard that, right? I mean, it's well known in the intelligence community um, that they're arming the Taliban, Russia. Uh,
2: I don't know. When you say arming, is supplying the weapons paying
1: or they hit? russia is supplying weapons uh, and money to the taliban
2: i have heard that but it's never re- again it's never reached my desk i mean he said it on the record when he was in hey russia doesn't want anything to do with afghanistan let me just tell you about russia
0: Okay, I'm gonna skip some of this next part. He talks about Russia and the USSR, all this dumb shit that we've learned when we were in fucking middle school. Uh, let's go back into it.
2: By the way, we're largely out of Afghanistan, as you probably know.
0: Well, I wanted to ask you
1: about that. Um, you The US troop level in Afghanistan right now is roughly the same as it was when no, you- No, you're wrong. Uh, no. Mr. President, we- I'm sorry. We have to do- Okay, are you ready? No,
2: no, no I- will need- be down in a very short, it's already planned. Well, well that's, th- that's a different let question. Let we'll be down in a very short period of time to 8000 then we're going to be down to 4000 we're negotiating right now we've been there for 19 years I know, no, 19 I know. years but, but if you just let me finish my we'll question we'll be getting out i understand look
1: the, when you came in it was 8800 you boosted to 14000 and now you're back down to 8500
2: we're, we're now my question uh, to be you 4000 i'll get when? you the exact very soon.
0: so you saying that the number of troops have gone down But that's because the number of troops went up when he started his presidency. So he said that they started at 8,800. They went up to 14,000. And now they're back to 8,000. But he's portraying it as, hey, the numbers are going down, even though they're right around the same as when he started. And then he says, oh, yeah, we're going to go down to 4,000. And then he asks Trump "When?" Are you going down to the 4,000? And his response is, I'll give you the exact date. And then he's like, okay, when? And then Trump says... When? The
2: exact... Very soon. Number, very soon? 4,000? Very soon, yeah. Like very how soon. Soon. soon? I don't want to tell you that. I don't want to tell you It's big that.
0: news.
1: What, is that? that it's is going down to 4,000, isn't it? No, I've always said... Well, that. what about, what about get, election day? We will get largely out... On election day, how many American troops will be in Afghanistan?
2: Uh... Probably anywhere from four to five thousand that's almost as many as when you came into office No, it's not 8,000. We had much in. more. We had a lot of people over there too. 8,800 a lot of people And we did a good job. We wiped out Isis. Have you we thought just, about say, so, going down let to let zero me just tell you what you don't say? We took out in Syria. We took out Isis. We a hundred percent of the caliphate when I took over Obama, it was totally rampant. ISIS was all over the place. We took them out, we captured them, we killed them. 100%, not 99%, I want to get out at 99, everyone said, oh please, would you stay? I stayed. 99% was good, but 100% of the caliphate. We took out Soleimani, we took out Al-Baghdadi. We took out people that nobody thought possible. Al-Baghdadi was the biggest terrorist of them all. They couldn't find him. I took him out. Soleimani, even bigger. I took him out. I've done things that no other president's done. I mean, fortunately, not too many. They should have never been in the Middle East. The decision to go to the Middle East and get into the Middle East was the single biggest mistake made in the history of our country. That's my opinion. You told Fox News recently that you couldn't say whether you'd
1: accept the results of the 2020 election. What does that actually look like as the sitting president? I mean, it's unprecedented. What would well, that actually look Hillary like? Hillary Clinton never accepted well, she, him. She, she conceded I mean, she on it. Totally she conceded still on doesn't him. accept him, well, and she got, she got important, very important. easily. That, that's important That's important point. She conceded on election night. Now she grumbled about it and, and said all sorts of things. Grumbled. She okay, fine. She
2: wrote books fine. about she it. Books. Don't use the word grumbled. Fine, but she wrote books about it. <laughs> that's fine, but and I'm just, she got beaten. I get it. I get it. Three oh six to two twenty three. I'm that's not disputing lot. you beat yeah. Hillary
1: Clinton. a lot. Listen, what I'm asking is is you'll you'll be the sitting president in the White
2: House. What does that look like? Not accepting. I'll you what it looks like. Are you? mitigation let me tell you what it looks okay. like okay so we have a new phenomena it's called in. it's called mail in voting where you send where new. a governor well, it's been here since the civil war in terms of America's the kind been... of do- uh, the kind of millions and millions of ballots they've never it'll be it'll be like bigger this, this year because of the pandemic Bigger, not bigger massively bigger yeah because the so they're going to send tens of millions of ballots to california all over the place Who who's going to get them i have a friend lives in westchester County. they send applications not that his son passed away he had a beautiful wonderful son young man passed away seven years ago he called me he said I just got a, I just got a ballot for my like son Robert. Probably. He died seven years ago. Somebody got a ballot for a dog. Somebody got a ballot for something else. You got millions of ballots going. Nobody even knows where they're going. You look at some of the corruption having to do with universal mail-in voting. Absentee voting is okay. You have to apply. You have to go through a process. You have to apply Absentee for mail-in. Absentee voting it's the same is thing. good. Look. Hey, look, keep, let's do concrete, let's do Jonathan. concrete. They're sending out applications, Jonathan, download them millions and... of ballots. No, they're not. There it's is... applications.
0: From my understanding, the ballots aren't even sent out until September 18th. So what he's talking about isn't the ballots, it's the actual applications to receive the ballots. Uh, and this is old. So this is uh, like a month old. And right now it's only September 5th. So I'm not even sure what he's even talking about how people are getting ballots. I'm gonna just fast forward through this uh, ballot section because it's a lot of bullshit, um, just a lot of shit that he's talking. I mean, I understand what he's talking about as far as like there could be a lot of corruption when it comes to ballots, but ballots have been mailed in for hundreds of years in this country. And even Trump has even said that he's literally mailed ballots. So, I mean, if he could do it, why the fuck can't we? All
1: over the country. Mr. President, the other day a reporter asked you about Ghislaine Maxwell. You said, quote, I just wish her well, frankly. I've met her numerous times over the years, especially since I lived in Palm Beach, but I wish her well, whatever it is. Mr. President, Ghislaine Maxwell has been arrested on allegations of child sex trafficking. Why would you wish such a well, person first of all, well? I don't
2: know that, but I do know that. She has. She's been arrested for that. Her you know that. friend or boyfriend Epstein was either killed or committed suicide in jail. She's now in jail. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wish her well. I'd wish you well. I'd wish a lot of people well. Good luck. Let them prove somebody was guilty. I mean, you do know that she. Oh, she's so you're guilty.
1: saying you hope she doesn't die in jail? Is that what you mean by wish her well?
2: Her boyfriend died in jail, and people are still trying to figure out how did it happen? Was it suicide? Was he killed? And I do wish her well. I'm not looking for anything bad for her, I'm not looking bad for anybody.
0: Her boyfriend that he keeps referring to is Jeffrey Epstein. Now he's going to act like he doesn't know him by saying, oh, this is, that's his, her boyfriend. But I'm pretty sure he was close friends with that man. I mean, this picture showing that he definitely knows who that is. So he's going to act like he doesn't, but he knows exactly who her boyfriend is. Also him saying, I'm
2: not looking bad for anybody.
0: Is a bunch of bullshit. Trump's entire campaign was based on wishing bad on everybody. That's literally what he's known for. He's known for being an asshole for decades, for being a dick. He got into a fucking Meryl Streep. What is he talking about?
2: And they took that. And I mean, they she's a child, such, sex tra- alleged alleged child sex trafficking. A big deal. But all it is is right. her boyfriend died. He died in jail. Was he killed? Was it suicide? I do. I wish her well. Um, let's move to Portland.
1: Uh, I'm sure you've seen the disturbing footage of people in fatigues beating the no, Navy no, no, veteran. No, no, no. 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 Well, here you it's go. There.
2: The fake news. It's not fake no, news. No. It's on video. For pepper 59 spraying him. days These people were anarchists and agitators and some protesters, but these were anarchists. These people were beating the hell out of the city. They were beating up our federal buildings and our federal courthouse. We told the police to stop it. You make sure... And the police wouldn't do it. Not the police.
1: Your own Justice Department and Homeland Security Inspector General... Excuse
2: me. Your Inspector Generals are investigating unconstitutional... You're trying now to blame law enforcement instead of anarchists. I'm not. Instead of Antifa. I'm not. It's Antifa and anarchists that are causing the problems, not law enforcement. Our law enforcement, if we didn't have people at our courthouse, and they're strong, tough people, and they don't want, they they try and be very good, believe me, but if we didn't have people there, you would have your federal course, a $600 million building. You would have that thing burned to the ground. Right I'm now.
1: asking you about tactics and about the unmarked vans where they're rounding people up. And I okay, want to, well, can I just, I just finish my question? let me tell you about Can I just finish my question? Because it relates to this, I promise. This is from Rand Paul, quote, We cannot give up li- liberty for security. Local law enforcement can and should be handling these situations in our cities, but there is no place for federal troops or unidentified federal agents rounding people up at will.
2: What is your response to Senator Paul? First of all, these are homeland security people. They're securing a courthouse. They're border patrol. They're, they're homeland security. Elite units. Border. Hopefully they the have camo, ice in there. Hopefully they bright. have ice. Now, do you know why they're unmarked? Because Why? these uh, terrorists, these Antifa people, these people that are anarchists and agitators, when they see the name on a uniform of a, of a person, a policeman or a law enforcement person, they find out where that person lives. And then they go and they scare the hell out of the person's family. And so they do it for that reason. It just comments, there's nothing secret about this. And you know it, you see it, what's going on right now. We have Chad Wolf. They have people, he's doing a fantastic job. He's the acting head, he's doing a fantastic job. Chad Wolf has pickets out, very dangerous looking people outside of his house. He's gonna be just fine, he's tough and he's got people. But if you have the names on all of these uniforms, you'll have these maniacs in front of their houses uh, scaring their family and their wives and or husbands, whatever it may be. I think it's a very good reason not to have your name. Why should you have identification? But-
0: don't forget, this is the same guy that wanted all Americans to have identification <laughs> by the end of this year.
2: My name is Bill Smith, and here's where I live, the, and I'm a member of. The really serious concern is pe- no, no, the that's reports. Ser- no, no, not that's about that. Serious the concern. serious concern
1: is, is, is the reports of people being rounded up and not being told why they're being detained. That's what's being investigated why? by... Mr. President, the, in, the inspectors generals, the inspectors generals... You know
2: why? You know why they're being detained? Well, yeah. You know, There's I an mean,
1: investigation. Are you, do you support that investigation?
2: Well, I haven't seen the result yet. But do Let you support the, the, the initiative of it? No, I think that actually... You don't, the, I think Antifa should be investigated, not the law enforcement. They're investigating... Should, they shouldn't be investigating. Have you been watching television? I have. Have you been seeing the, the violence? And sure. The, now, if you watch NBC News, like I watch NBC fake news, I'm watching it, Lester Holt, real beauty, and I'm watching this NBC News sham, and you have a mayor named Wheeler, and he's standing out there, and he's being accosted by the people. You know that. I mean, it's horrible what they're doing to him. Portland, the mayor of Portland. And he thought he'd go out, he'd be a mayor what they were doing and saying and everything else to him, I happened to watch it in a different station. He had to get out, he had five security guards. He got out with his life. Okay, if you watch, wait, if you watch NBC News, they make him like he's standing there bravely fighting with the people in a positive sense, that everything is wonderful, no. He went out there, he's lucky he got away with his life because they would have killed him. He had five guards, but NBC News showed it like he's standing with the people for justice. Look, those people, take a look at what they've done to the courthouse, take a look at what they've done to the streets, take a look at the violence. It's getting worse
1: since they've gone in.
2: It's no, actually worse. it's getting better. We had a very good, we've arrested a lot of people and we now have a 10 year rule. You knock down, you try and knock more down our More businesses damaged, more you violence. You touch our courthouse, you go to jail for 10 years. It's turning to the rest of the country.
0: He's talked more about courthouses than he's talked about the actual cause of these protests. He hasn't talked about anything of why they are protesting, but he's conscious of these fucking courthouses and he doesn't want to see them on fire. But somehow he doesn't want to talk about the actual issues.
1: We haven't seen protests like this since the
0: '60s. I mean,
1: we're seeing these are Democrats. Well, just if, you, if I could finish my question, cities, if I finish my question, and they're doing it for political reasons. You, you, you said you've done so much for African Americans. I have, but but there are Criminal Americans. Yeah, reform, opportunity. But, but let me finish. Up. There are Americans out in the streets asking for change. Mr. President, have you ever met with a Black Lives Matter activist to hear them out, hear their arguments?
2: Well, Black Lives Matter started off to me very badly because it was... Did you ever meet pigs with one? In a ba- pigs in a blanket, burn them like bacon. That was my first... The first time I ever okay. heard of black. That was three, four years ago. Uh-huh. Pigs, meaning policemen, pigs is what they're referring to, in a blanket, fry them like bacon. I thought it was a, so. I I got off to a bad start. I got off to a very bad. Would start. you meet and with a? So would you he. meet with a Black Lives Matter? Activist? I would, but I think right now when they paint, Why haven't you? when they paint the sign, nobody's asked for a meeting. Right? I've never been. Nobody's ever asked me for a meeting. Let me tell you, with African Americans, I'm doing very well.
0: As an African American. This is a fucking lie.
2: They had the best employment numbers they've ever had. They had the best job numbers they've ever had. They were making more money than they ever made. We were all set until we got hit by China with the virus. Jonathan, there was actually, we were becoming a very unified country because of success.
1: I understand. Do do you believe though, Mr. President, that many police treat black people differently from white people? This is a yes
0: or no answer. Yet, his answer is... Not.
2: I hope not. Certainly the, the, uh... You've seen the statistics. The knee on the neck was a disgrace, okay?
1: It yeah. was a disgrace. I'm talking about, what does systemic racism mean to you?
2: Uh, I hope the answer to that question is no. Do I, does anybody really answer that question accurately? But does what about not hope? Really what about analysis?
0: He said, what is systemic racism to you? His answer was, I hope not. What the fuck? And then he says, "Does anybody ever answer that question accurately?" Yes, a lot of people do people that actually know what the fuck it means and how it affects us as African Americans in America. A lot of people answer it correctly and accurately. The evidence is out there. You just don't want to accept it. What's your cold hot uh, I have
2: feelings? seen where." There is a difference, and I don't want there to be a difference. I don't like that there would be a difference. But with that being said, why do you think black men are two and, and a half times? White
0: people I know, but why
1: do you think black in men? A larger
2: number
0: in, in police have killed but, white but people. But why do you think black? Now this is a rebuttal that white people love to use, especially the racist ones, that there's more white people that get killed by cops than black people, and it's true there are more. But if we break down the population of America there's more than three times as many white people than there are black people in this country and if you break down the number of people that get killed by cops it's not three times as many it's right around maybe twice as many so around twice as many so that means that if there were the same amount of black people as there were white people and cops were killing black people at the same rate that they are now the number would be astronomically bigger and I'm pretty sure that Trump knows that or somebody in his staff knows that, but of course he's not gonna talk about that because he's a racist.
1: Black men are two and a half times more likely to be killed by police than white uh, That
0: I don't
2: know, but uh, Why? I don't, Why do I don't like out? it. But you must have thought why? about it. Why I don't do know why, but I don't like it. I do know that. Does it speak to something systemic? Have killed many white people also, but proportionally. What what, what does it speak to? Uh, it speaks to something. If that's the number you're telling it is me the a number, number. Yeah. okay. If that's the number, it speaks to something that, to me, is unacceptable. And what do you do about it then? Well, I think we've already done a lot but of But you haven't, it still exists. just
1: I understand your achievements. I know what you're going to say. I'm not suggesting you haven't done a lot done economically. i don't criminal justice reform. I get it. Reform, I'm just saying what changes. Friend,
2: President Obama couldn't it's get it not done. my friend. He I'm, tried I'm like, asking about that he statistic. He tried, but he couldn't get it I'm done. Not, I got criminal justice I get justice it. For. I get it. I got opportunity zones. I took care of the historically black, you know, if you look at, if you look at what I've done for colleges, for black colleges and universities, I got them funding, Obama never did it. I did more for the black community than anybody with the possible exception of Abraham Lincoln, whether you like it or not. People say, oh, that's you, really,
1: you, you believe you did more than Lyndon Johnson who passed the Civil Rights Act? I think I Act. did, yeah.
2: How? Because I How got criminally justice you, reform done. I got prison reform. Lyndon Johnson. I've done things, I've done, well, he passed the Ask, Civil Rights asked, Act. How has it worked out? If you take a look at what Lyndon Johnson did. You think the Civil Rights Act was a mistake? How has it worked out? Because, frankly, it it took a long time. But for African Americans... But you think that was my a mistake? Jonathan, mm-hmm. Under my administration, Jonathan, under my administration, African Americans were doing better than they had ever done in the history of this country.
0: Now, this is true, but there's a huge misconception here. Now, he's saying that African Americans are doing better now under his presidency but african americans are just doing better in general no matter who is the president if you look at the way that america works african americans have slowly been getting more rights um, more jobs more everything over the course of american history so every single president from the last like hundred years could claim that african americans are better now than they were before they got in office because it is true not to mention a lot of stuff that he's claiming that he did he didn't actually do but i'll save that for another podcast on another time
2: so i did a lot job numbers all of the money they had money they were getting great their their
0: percentage
2: was was up their
0: housing ownership was a trump was not just giving black people money uh as far as the fucking unemployment rate The unemployment rate has been going down before he even stepped in office. Uh, There's been more black people getting employed over the last seven years and numbers that has increased every year for the last seven years. And he's only been in office for three and a half, four years. So a lot of this stuff that he's saying isn't because of him. It's just happened over the course of time, and he's the one that's in charge. If somebody else is the president, like Biden, the numbers will continue to go up, and then Biden could do the same bullshit claims. Even if you look at the home ownership gap between white people and black people, now it's a lot larger now than it was in the 30s when fucking America was segregated. I think even in the 20s, there were more black people with homes than there are now. So I'm not even too sure what the fuck he's talking about with the little housing shit.
2: They did better than they've ever done. I just until don't know how can... And now, you know what we're doing? I'm building it up again. We're going to have it. Next year will be a great year. Unless it's screwed up by somebody that doesn't know what he's doing, which could happen, but I don't think it will. John Lewis is lying in state in the U.S. Capitol. How do you think history will
1: remember John Lewis?
2: I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know John Lewis. Uh, he chose not to come to my uh, uh, inauguration. Uh, he chose, uh, I, I don't, uh, I never met John Lewis, actually, I don't believe.
1: Do you find him impressive?
2: Uh, I can't say one way or the other. I find a lot of people impressive. I find many people not impressive, but no, but I didn't Do go. you find his story he impressive? Come, he didn't come to my inauguration. He didn't come to my State of the Union speeches. And that's okay. That's his right. And. Again, nobody has done more right. but, for but back black to, Americans than I have. I understand. He should have come. But I think he made a big mistake. But, but, ta- but taking come.
1: your relationship with him out of it, do you find his story impressive, what he's done for this country? Uh,
2: he was a person that devoted a lot of energy and a lot of heart to civil rights, but there were many others also.
1: There's a petition to rename the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama as the John Lewis Bridge. Would you support that idea? I
2: would, I would have no objection to it if yeah. they'd like to do it. Yeah, it's a good idea. Would have no objection to it whatsoever.
1: Okay. Mr. President, you've been so generous with your
0: time and we really appreciate it. Well, thank you very thank much. You. Great honor. Thank, thank you so much. You. Thank you. And that is episode one of Beige Journalism, the Oval Office edition. My name is Terrell. Thank you for joining me. There'll be a lot more. We're going to talk about Biden's bitch ass too. Stay tuned. And like that, we out of here.